We are super excited today to announce a brand new sponsor. Please welcome NetChecks to Nashville Restaurant Radio. NetChecks is your single source for all things people. Here's a list of some of the many solutions they have to offer. Recruiting and onboarding, check. Performance management, check. They have a single source suite of HR solutions that thousands of businesses rely on every single day. Reporting and analytics, check. Powerful, user-friendly technology, personalized, people-friendly support. Learning management, check. Scheduling, check. Time and attendance, check. Of course, payroll and taxes. It's all tied together neatly in their user-friendly mobile app. You want to learn more? Visit netchecks.com. That's N-E-T-C-H-E-X.com. Or call their local regional manager. Her name is Anna Smith at 615-491-0669. Welcome to Nashville Restaurant Radio, the tastiest hour of talk in Music City. Now here's your host, Brandon Still. Hello, Music City, and welcome to Nashville Restaurant Radio. My name is Brandon Still, and I am your host, joined with my co-host, Jennifer Ichikawa. Hi. Hi. You never call me Jennifer. I know. I don't know why I did that that time. That's okay. Why not? Yeah. The only person that calls me that is my mom and my husband. And now me. Yeah. But I'll go back to Jen. It is a joke I make at tables though. Oh, well, what is that? Because in this here in Nashville, everyone thinks my name is Jen. Like the liquor. Oh, like G-I-N, like Jen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I'm like, hi, my name's Jen. They're like, oh, Jen. I'm like, no, Jen, like Jennifer. And it's a whole thing every, like I do it every other table basically. It's not funny. It's just, my name isn't Jen. <laughs> well, this is fun. So I usually just do these intros by myself because mm-hmm. we do interviews and we're all busy. We do the interviews and we bolt out of here and we go. Yeah. But today we are graced with your <laughs> presence. Yeah, you're lucky. I am lucky. <laughs> Man, it's been, a, it's been a couple of weeks. I feel like we, today on the show, mm-hmm. we have Erin Moso, mm-hmm. who's the owner at Sharpie's Bakery. She's a sponsor. Yes. This is not a sponsored episode like this is generally one of those I love her and she's amazing and she's just she's full of energy and every time that we talk it ends up being like a 30 minute conversation like how did this how did this happen yeah the first time I met her was just a few weeks ago well time doesn't mean anything I don't know when it was (laughs) but anyway we just started talking about all the the shows that we watched together and bonded really quickly and it was a whole thing and you were like damn it why aren't we recording this I know so I Hopefully we'll get into some of that today. Hopefully we'll just, I have a feeling that we're just going to be all over the place with this show Mm -hmm. and I love it Mm -hmm. because I think you can focus sometimes too much on like the business and we get in there, but like, I just want to like, just have fun. Yeah. Well, and now that we don't see each other every day, I feel like we get a little lost in that too. (laughs) So yeah, we've, gosh, it's been like a week since I've even seen you. Have you been? Mm -hmm. Good. Tired. The kids are going through a 15 month sleep regression. So I'm tired, um, but good. Otherwise, you know, well, I'm coaching baseball now. Mm. I don't know, we have a head coach. I'm like an assistant coach, but like right. I'm on the field with him. I'm the third base coach. Cool. And then sometimes it like it's it's fun watching your kids up there, but it it's crazy. Does each base have a coach? Well, first and third. Yeah. Oh, why not second? Because it's in the middle of the playing field. 
Oh, that's fair. Coaches can't be out there. I could be on like on the in the foul ball area. Okay. And so my role is when the kids are round when they round second base, they're looking at me mm-hmm. as to whether to keep running, to stop, or to continue to go to home. Mm-hmm. And our and our coach is like, no, dude, like send them home. Mm-hmm. And we're playing a game the other night against the and with these, these this is eight you right, so this is eight year olds. Mm-hmm. And we're playing this game, and the coach is like, send them. Send them home. Like, we need to score runs. And we were up 14 to nothing. Oh, wow. And, you know, so, like, when the kid's running second base, and they're throwing the ball, and they're trying. They're eight-year-olds, seven, seven, eight-year-olds trying to throw the ball in. And I'm like, hey, just wait at third. Like, I don't want to <laughs> run up the score. Sure. Right? I mean, we were clearly, like winning like do you we were, guys actually keep score or is this oh, like, oh yeah no okay. it's there's a scoreboard in wow. the outfield all right that like keep score and you're looking at this thing like we're up 14 to nothing mm-hmm. and we're like we're, we it's the route is on right and it's like i don't want to just keep sending the players like literally the game ended and our team did amazing the game ended and it was like 18 to nothing mm. and i'm like that's just demoralizing for the other these are eight this isn't like these are adults playing and they're talking smack like sure. these are seven and eight year olds sure and it's supposed to be like a character building like fun thing and i guess you got to learn how to lose but like, i don't know <laughs> <laughs> you're like i just fell asleep we lost no, all of no, our no, listeners no. i i played baseball i was the only girl in the league i was nine years old and i hated it like a lot i was so oh, picked man. on i love baseball well no i loved baseball that's why i did it and i really wanted to play baseball not softball because i wanted to make my grandfather really proud Aww. so i was on the mets which was his favorite team and i'm pretty sure they drew straws over like who had to pick me because they couldn't not let me in yeah. right but i was the only girl and i got made fun of so bad for being the only girl sorry so my dad had to join the league this was like as a coach, like as an assistant coach, just to be like in the dugout with us because they were so mean to me. And uh, I was catcher, which I think is actually a gross joke. But at the time, I didn't know that. And so anyway, I always just played catcher. But to this day, I'm actually a really good catcher. Like, Well, that's good. Yeah, it's the only like athletic thing. So whenever I'm like, oh, yeah, throw it to me. People are always wary of that because of who I am. And I get it. But every time they do, I catch it. And they're like, oh, okay, that was a good catch. I'm like, it was a normal catch. I just caught it. Like, they're just surprised by the fact that I caught it. That's weird. I, I hate that. That's like a thing. Oh, it's, I mean, I present myself as a sports hating person. So like, it's okay. But, but yeah, <laughs> this was, I was a trailblazer for girls that now play football. Hey, go get it. Yeah. This was 98, 99. Let's go. So, yeah. Well, I think we're going to have a fun time. Do you have any expectations for this conversation with Aaron? No, I mean, I love bread, and so I love that she bakes <laughs> bread. <laughs> and uh, she's really sweet. She's always, like, really genuine. I think, to me, she's, like, one of these people who I call a friend mm-hmm. who I know is a local owner of a business. Mm-hmm. And I just know that, you know, they've gone through a lot. She made a post, and um, right. I want to ask her about this. She made a post where she was like, this person was treating me terribly, and this is not okay. And like, she's a local business owner. And I think we made so much of a, a go eat local, eat local, eat local. And we want to do that. But like, she's a local business owner that's selling to restaurants and she's been nothing but supportive to everybody. And she's been hustling and I love having her as a sponsor, but I want people to like learn about her, like who she is so that, you know, they can make their decision where they buy their bread. But also I want people to know, like she's a local business Mm -hmm. and she's out there hustling and she doesn't have like this huge gigantic warehouse of like bread like it's a small place her dad built it 
she has like uh this girl tomorrow who works with her who like it's like them mm-hmm. they like run the whole thing and it's not like some massive bakery sure. like it's kind of small and and they're they're both they're just she's just amazing so I, hopefully we can get into all that today and yeah i have every intention to talk about the bachelor too good because i'm still a little salty at you about it well that's okay well i can't wait to hear more about that we'll talk about that <laughs> in the show when it happens mm-hmm. um oscars were the other night oh no no i i i, I don't look i don't want to make this a, a long conversation but i think that <laughs> people i don't know if people care what our thoughts are or not i've learned the hard way that they don't okay. <laughs> well i was just gonna say coda winning that, that's not a coda yeah, they won Best Picture. What's Coda? A movie. About what? You didn't watch the Oscars? No, I was at a drag show. I was at the, that was the night I was at the Ryman. We saw Trixie and Katya live, and that was the Ryman's first ever drag show, which, I mean, Dolly's been there, so, like, loosely first ever drag show. But, like, it was, I was busy. Like, How was it? It was so good. It's, like, trying to describe the show is weird because... The best I've got for it is that, like, when you picture a one-woman show, you kind of picture, like, one woman doing, like, 30,000 things, and it was them together doing that. It didn't make a ton of sense, but it was so funny, and, like, I'm in that community. Like, I watch a lot of drag. I love, I follow them. I'm obsessed with them. My husband's not. But he went. But he went and had, like, a great time, so you didn't even need to know all of the references that they made to, like, get it. And anyway, it was really good. I bought Trixie Cosmetics lipstick and a T-shirt that I almost wore today. Really? hmm It was very, very cool. And it's, I got to go to Assembly Food Hall right before. Instead, you're wearing a shirt that says... Oh, I'm pretty cool, but I cry a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you texted me. You were like, hey, this Assembly Food Hall is badass. Yeah, it's cool. You have fun? Yeah, I mean, I'd never been there, um, so I didn't even, it didn't look like downtown to me anymore. It was so different. Um, Everywhere downtown looks like that now. It's so weird. Like, I thought, and I was really, I mean, I'm directionally challenged, but I was turned around the whole time because I'm like, wait, where exactly is the Ryman in relation to that? And it's right there. Directly across the street. Yeah, it's wild. So, anyway, no, it was really cool. Um, And, yeah, we had, we met up with a few friends, and it was really fun. That's awesome. Yeah. But, you know, when you have small kids and you're constantly... I've never had twins, but I had two kids under two, right. you know, and so when you're dealing with them to be able to get out mm-hmm. and do like adult things with like your husband or wife. Yeah. It's a, it's a special time that you got to cherish. Yeah. I don't know the last fun. time like yeah. we did that. It's big. Yeah. All right. Well, Hey, let's jump in with our conversation with Aaron Moso. Super excited today to welcome in Erin Moso. Hello. <laughs> She's the owner of Sharpie's Bakery. You hear us talk about Sharpie's Bakery all the time. And now you are here live in the flesh to do an interview. Yes. I, this is an amazing studio. I really appreciate you guys having me in. I'm happy to see Jen and both Brandon. Both Brandon. So yeah, like yeah, two yeah, people yeah, now? Oh, Jen yeah, and Brandon oh, both. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Both of you guys. Oh, you see yeah. both yeah. of you personalities, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't. I have no idea what we're going to talk about today. I think we're going to talk about bread. Yeah. But I think we're also just. We're, I'm going to warn the audience. Okay. That I think we're going to go off the rails a little bit today. Okay. And that's okay. Yeah. Last time we were together, we talked about the Bachelorette. Yeah. The Bachelor for a very long time. I mean, I have never had a 30 minute conversation with two people who legitimately wanted to talk about that with me. They're <laughs> what they were like. We had a, like all this information to say. You Did know. Did you watch this season? 
I didn't. I, you know, that's the thing. That's my major problem is that I didn't watch it, but I read all of the blogs about it. He did that too. I watched the after the final rose. This is what this man did all season. I'm like, are you watching it? Are you watching? It? No, 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 I'm not watching it. Okay. So finally the episode's airing. I have children. I work at night. Right, I hadn't gotten a chance to watch it, and this man texts me. He goes, "Do you want to know how it ends?" And I'm oh like, my God, "Are you kidding? Spoiler alert! <laughs> you have watched none of this season." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he did tell me, and then I did watch the episode. But you asked I, me. You said, "Yeah, tell me." You well, wanted- yeah, yeah, that's fine. But my point is, you watched none of this season. So this whole season, I was hung out to dry. Like you didn't yeah. want to talk. There's some movie or something where the guy reads the last page of the book. Um. Oh wait, is it when Harry met Sally? Where he reads oh, the last God. page it of the book. So many years. I know. Where he reads recently, the last page of the book to find out what happens, and I sort of do that with the Bachelor and the Bachelor in Paradise. Do and you? Okay, a so little let's, bit, but let's... I just don't have time to watch it because to watch those shows, number one, they're like three hours long. Yeah, they're very long. If you and don't you record have, it and yeah, fast forward to the interview, you have to it, fast it, forward through yeah, everything, and so it's like I need television shows that are. In the background. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I am interested in what's happening in Bachelor in Paradise, but I also have to, like, cook dinner or get dressed or whatever, so I don't oh, have time no. to fast forward. No, Bachelor in Paradise. Now, that is appointment television. Yeah, yeah. He, like, he has a commitment to that. that that's the show. But he left me hanging on the last two <laughs> seasons <laughs> of Bachelorette and Bachelor, so. Yeah. Well, I'm not I just, salty about and, it at and all. And we had this conversation before where we're talking about the host, a Bachelor in Paradise, yes. and I am like a huge David Spade fan. For, I mean, not in he general. He was hilarious. Like, as I think a he's host funny, you know. But I, I think he's a great host for Bachelor in Paradise. Like, he clearly loves the show, mm-hmm. the format. Can we can we talk about what's the Bachelor's name? I don't even know his <laughs> name. What was his name? Do you know? Uh, something with a C. Clay- Clayton. Yeah. yeah. So he's like a general guy. I think the show is. Yeah, he's, that you he's would not walk my pa- type. You would walk past him in the grocery store. I, he's not my type either, no. but. Well, I, I, I'm fascinated by what I've learned. Which right? is. So this is like, this is why I love the show. Okay. And I'm just going to say this because he has three girls and there's a, there's a thing called the fantasy suite. There's uh-huh. one episode called, if you're not a bachelor watcher and you know what? Hopefully you're gonna hear this. You're gonna start watching because it's 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 back. I think yeah, it's they back. need ratings. It's for back. Sure. Well, it's back. I didn't like it during the pandemic. The most they were dramatic all, they season were, ever. Which I think this was right. So he tells three girls that one of the things that the bachelors oh you don't do is you don't say that you love the person, right? Because you have to wait to the very end, and then when the bachelor says, mm-hmm. "I love you," or the bachelorette, whatever it is. But he goes going into the fantasy suite. He tells. All three girls before, like, he goes up to sleep with them in three consecutive days. Right. Three consecutive girls, three consecutive days, tells them all that he loves them. Well, and then he doesn't the- sleep with that third No, one, we, then you have SEX. This is a Southern show. Yeah, um, they didn't. Yeah, yeah. They didn't. So the third girl, they did not have sex. Because that was Susie. Well, no, because he told her. She said, basically, like, if you had sex with those other people, I'm not going to yeah. continue this. Which, but then they ended up together. Which is like every episode, I've every season I've ever watched, I've been like, why is the girl not, am I the third one? Like, no, am I, I the third girl? Well, like, yeah. I don't think they, that's the thing that they're like weird about. Uh, I don't know. My husband was like, I'd want to go first. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, like, if I'm yeah. going to do this, I want to be number I wanna one. Number one. <laughs> I, I want to set the standard. I don't want to, I mean. No, you know what? I, even third is just, it's just. Maybe third, <sighs> like, was, you know, I don't know. Were the first two disappointing? Like, 
I now, don't, now he has some expectations. But I mean, how can you? It's not his. I don't think it's his virginity, though. I think people. he'll have expectations regardless. I, mean, I can, you, can you imagine <laughs> marrying somebody after going on four dates? I mean, I mean, I think we all watch this show, but like literally, they probably spent. I don't know. I'm going to go wild here and say. A, a week with each other? Yeah, I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I like fully am the type of person that can suspend my suspension of willing yeah. disbelief or whatever. Suspension of reality, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I am the type of person that would be like, yeah, we're in love. Like 100%. Yeah. I've fallen in love with everyone I've dated. <laughs> like I could do that. Yeah. In my 20s. Now, yeah. in my yeah. 30s, I'm like, oh, my God, show me a tax return. I want to <laughs> see, like, see everything you have going on. But I have kids now, and I have I'm a like, husband now. Show me a tax return. Yeah, I want to know. What is your credit score? Yeah, like, have no. you been to therapy? Let's talk. I want to talk to your therapist. I want to meet her. I want to just, like, know what's going on here. I'm like, uh, have you ever waited tables? Have you worked in retail? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are those are my things, right. you know. I mean, I've been married. Well, I've only been married for five and a half years, but we've been together for 10. But I'm like... Have you worked in retail? Have you <laughs> waited tables or done some th- shitty job? Mm-hmm. You know, like. Well, I think well, it's not a shitty job. This is a respectable job. But no, you but have it's to a deal hard with, job. It's a hard service. Yeah. I actually yeah. dumped somebody one time. Um, I was, gosh, what was I doing up there? Oh, this was right after my freshman year of college. So my sister um, went to college in Boston, married a guy that went to college in Boston. They were. Did they know each other more than a week? Yes. Okay. They did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, it was they weren't like, on TV. This is like late, you know, or, oh, this is like probably like mid 90s. Yeah, it was like old school. Like no online dating or whatever. Sure. I was friend like, of a friend. Um, they dated. They actually meet people. They're still married. Yes. Great. They're still happily married with a child that's going to college. But the whole point was is that, wait, I forgot where I was going. <laughs> <laughs> See, this oh. is what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, I know. You guys are fun. <laughs> so you're saying you're, they're still married, kid in college. Oh, yes. So I had um, gone up there for my sister's, um, uh, what do you call it, a bridal shower mm-hmm. um, with his parents um, who were, you know, from the Westchester area. And it was kind of a fancy party. It was beautiful. And um, somebody there offered me a job for the summer. They said, what are you doing this summer? And I was, at the time, I was um, going to the University of Texas in Austin. And so I was just going to, like, get a bar job, you know, as a cocktail waitress or something for the summer and make money. And they were like, why don't you come up here and work at our restaurant? Um, and so I went up there, and I still lost my train of thought. Why you dumped a guy. Oh, yeah. So I dated this guy while I was there. <laughs> Thank you, Jen. <laughs> this is what I do for people. I know, I'm so I know, happy. I know. She does it to me all the time. <laughs> yeah. The point is, okay, I'm going to just say the straight thing. Um, I dated him, and he was super nice, but he said that he got a job at a restaurant and that they made him, like, peel shrimp for two days. And he was like, I quit. That was BS. I'm not huh. going to do that. Well, do you think shrimp peel themselves? I, listen, I, I, I just remember thinking, like, that's what jobs are, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I grew up in the, you know, food business. Like, he was like, that was totally BS. Like, they just I'm gonna made give me him, shrimp. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt because I have worked in lots of restaurants. And there was one where I was like, I'll say it later, which the name of it. <laughs> but it's, <laughs> yeah. I trained. I yeah. guess. I bet you couldn't. Okay. I'll tell you it's in East Nashville, like near Five Points. Okay. Anyway, I did training there. And, uh. I hated it so much that like I just stopped going. Yeah. And so they, which I've never done in my life. And they called me and they were like, hey, are you coming in? And I'm like, nah. And they were like, today? I'm like, no, ever. Like, we're, we're good. I'm done. 
and it was the worst. But like maybe that restaurant just wasn't the right fit because I've never no. done that. This except, could, but it was bad. This was not a working class guy. He like lived in Chappaqua, where the Clintons live. Mm. You know what uh, I'm saying? Okay. Like, yeah, okay. And yeah, he I, was like trying to be, and I'm doing quote quote regular or whatever, mm. and he just. Mm. He was spoiled. He was well, a nice she, person, but. So this is what I was talking about. <laughs> we hang out with friends and we can just talk and this is fun. But I know that people want to hear about you, Aaron. Yeah. They want to know about your growing up. They want to know about your bakery. Because yeah. that's this is National Restaurant Radio. We could do a whole spinoff that's like reality TV. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't watch a lot. I watch like my reality TV is like the NFL that's not the oh, same thing. Huh. But that's real. It's, it's happening live. It's sports. I don't know. We're a baseball <laughs> family. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Braves? No, Yankees. Oh. Yankees and the White Sox. Well, my dad was a White Sox guy. My husband and his dad are uh, Yankees guys. The evil empire, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 I got nothing against the Yankees. I like the Yankees. I'm, I'm good with the Yankees. I I'm an Yankees fan. And, and in our so. defense, like, we have season tickets to the Sounds. We love that. Like, we've been going since they started. Every game, well, we'll just go down there like right when it starts and get hot dogs and we leave it the fourth inning, <laughs> you know, like, you know, you know? My, my favorite sound strikes people. My theory was that nobody in Na- Nashville, the town that Nashville is, we have a baseball team and it's a great experience at the park. Yeah. We have a miniature golf course at the park. I mean, <laughs> yeah, 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 if yeah. it shows how disinterested we are in actually watching the sounds play, that's the that's the thing, right? So, but I think you go to the baseball park. You get the you get the live. I'm at the ballpark baseball experience. I'm eating a hot dog, watching baseball in the summer. It's amazing, right? You can go in the outfield, stand in the grass. It's yeah. just it's a cool experience. But um, that's hard for like a four year old or a three year old or a, four, or a, 31 or a five year old. That you has know, no so interest. that I mean, so like while we are a baseball family, my husband is really into baseball. You know, our whole family is. But like for our kids, you know, they just they they're not going to sit there and watch. No, you know? but it's if a it's, little bit slow. It's a minor you know? league team. It's tough because like you you have like a really good player on the team that's like, oh, this guy's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, he gets called up. Like yeah. I mean, like you don't like they're not going to win any kind of World Mr. Series. Win- like Mr. Wendell, it's just yeah. a thing. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. like if we had a team like the Yankees, if we had a team that was here and the Yankees came to town. You'd probably stay the whole game because there's there's meaning to it, and you could potentially go to the playoffs in a World Series. It's a big deal. So I have this contention that nobody really gives a shit about the sounds. And so I used to drive. I would drive Uber, Lyft, whatever, every mm-hmm. once in a while. I did it actually a couple weeks ago. It was really fun. Did you <laughs> on the on the down low? I just went out, I just drove one night, and I was like, I'm just gonna go out and drive. We're it's gonna be so awesome. much about each other's last <laughs> week. Today. I know, right? I haven't seen you. Well, this, they, they send these things week? out. That's like, Jesus. hey, if you go, you you haven't driven oh, right. in like a year, like and a it's like, or something. Hey, if you go do ten rides, we'll give you three hundred and fifty dollars. And it's like, like, okay, I just put new <laughs> yeah, brakes yeah, yeah, on yeah. the car. It was like five hundred bucks. I was like. I'll go work for three and a half hours and make $500. Like, I'm going to go do sure. that, right? Yeah. So they talk you into it. And then, like, I started driving. Really like, twisted on, your arm. <laughs> and then the next day, it was like, hey, do 10 more rides for two fifty. Uh-huh. I worked like, a total of, like, 10 hours, and I made, like, $972. You're making, this, you're making like, Uber and Lyft sound like Wait, I know, dealers. Like, you haven't gotten to amazing. the point of your story, but, like, I actually just, for some reason, after 10 years working the bakery and taking samples downtown, realized that I should just take an Uber. Um, or a lift. Well, I I usually do lift because they were first in Nashville, so I feel like a little bit like they I have do like lift. A main headquarters yeah. here. Um well, and um like if I'm carrying like bags of bread and all this stuff, like for ten years I have been like driving downtown looking for a parking. I've got to like spend an hour trying to figure out where to go. 
And then I'm trying to like, you know, drag all my samples. And like for some reason, it just occurred to me a month ago. (laughs) (laughs) To take an Uber, like to take a Lyft and it costs $12, which is cheaper than the parking. And they drop me off right at the door and I bring my samples in. I'm not sure why I didn't. But you could be my Uber guy. Yeah. Well, (laughs) well. (laughs) my story was it was about 11 o'clock at night and I was wrapping up for the day. and I got a pickup in Germantown for two people and it was from the stadium. And so I pulled up and the guys get in the car and I said, do you guys, you guys at the sounds game? They go, yeah, yeah, we're there. And I said, awesome. Was it fun? They go, yeah, it was great. And I said, I have this theory that people only go to sounds games because it's just an event. I mean, they're kind of the exact story I just told you guys, right? Because this is a baseball experience. Nobody really gives a shit about the players. And I go, I mean, can you guys name one player on the team? And the guy goes, well, I'm John Smith. And I was the starting <laughs> oh, pitcher tonight. Oh, no. My God. He goes, I pitched eight scoreless innings tonight and struck out 12. And I was like, oh. Your okay. five-star rating. I am going tank. to shut the fuck <laughs> up. I mean, did you just say I'm an asshole? Or, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. The, the dude who was the, the, with, the, with him was like the catcher. And like, they're like, well, we both played tonight and I'm on the team. Like, well, I'll remember your name forever now because <laughs> I am the biggest asshole. Well, you guys didn't catch when I said Mr. Wendell. So for years, and I think he's been pulled up to the majors at this point. Um, but Mr. Wendell, or his last name is Wendell. And so since my husband and I are from the 90s, we were like, Mr. Wendell. Why is that not his, oh, it's why is that not his walk-up um, song? No, but that's his actual last name. Yeah, but like yeah, that, was, like, a, that was a that? song uh, by... Who like, the hell sings Mr. I don't know. Mr. Wendell? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I got yeah, it. I got like, it. Why is, but I mean, it doesn't have like a lot of hype to it. Like if you're walking up to the, yeah, base, there's not like they. they everybody has the, like when baseball players walk up to bat, uh-huh. they have play a hype song. Yeah, okay. each player gets to pick their song that they yeah. play. So some it's like. A it's country usually song like a country or like song a hip-hop or hip-hop song. song. That's it's exactly like a, what it this is. This is the song that is walk-up music, yeah. right? Yeah. The Wendell, when he gets up, like, why is Mr. Wendell not playing? <laughs> yeah, no, Mr. Wendell, yeah. Perfect. But it's also like that Mr. Song... Wendell was a homeless guy in the oh. song. There's a video. <laughs> like, I For mean... those of you who are out there... I... <laughs> He's got to look it up. I got yeah. to know now. I did sings... play baseball, though. There's people in their cars oh, right now softball? shouting who terrible. it is. I, I don't sports like at all, but I, I my grandfather, that. who I adore. I was going to say it's Arrested Development, and it was Arrested Development. It is Arrested Development, development yeah. I thought that was just a show. Oh my god. <laughs> Jason Bateman. Here we go. Yep. No. This is like a very big song. This is it right here. This is very 90s. You don't remember this song? No. What year did it come out? Uh hold on. God, it was 90s. Yeah, it was definitely 90s. Here. Have a job. Oh. Stopped it. Don't call it. Don't stop it. <laughs> Be strong. Serve God only. Know that if you do, beautiful heaven awaits. That's the poem I wrote for the first time. Dude, Aaron's she, like, there's, there's like a fucking blank look on Jen's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's like looking at us like, this is terrible. <laughs> it couldn't have been like a... I mean, oh, that was like a top 10 song. Wow. Oh, it was a big one. Oh, yeah. This oh, is yeah. a big song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, let's yeah. get to the chorus here. It's going to change my whole mind. Yes. You'll hear it and you go... That doesn't do it for I feel, like, I feel like the drop is not going to be as hard as we think it is. <laughs> <laughs> Are we in the chorus yet? No. I don't think we got it. 
off the rails. I'm telling you. Okay, we're going to stop that. Okay, so what year did it come out? Was it early? I will tell you. Hold on. I'll, like, I'll look it up now. I'll tell you what year Mr. Wendell came out. It was probably like 93. That's what I guess. Do you remember the year I was born, right? What year was 1992. That? Oh, I said 93, so I this wasn't is that 92. far off. Yeah. I so, was born in 1990. <laughs> yes. yeah, so that wasn't big on your <laughs> on your middle school dance list because for me in 1992 I was 12. Yeah, which I so love, it was like got popular in 93, so that was like hardcore like junior high dance. Right. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly this how is the if that was a, where was it a slow dance. Old. So or that video that I posted on Instagram dance, yeah. where I was drunk, right? <laughs> and uh, the video talks about the fact that I was drunk. And I was re-watching a show from my youth called Degrassi. Yeah. And I loved it. Degrassi? Degrassi, yeah, no, The Next like Generation. Show? It's a Canadian show. And it dealt with uh, real topics Drake and was stuff. In it. Drake was in it before mm. he was I Drake. I didn't watch it. I just know this stuff because I, I fill my brain with So I loved <laughs> it. And it was so cutting edge and edgy at the time. And anyway. There was actually a Degrassi before. Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. It starts with that. It's like, yeah. here's the old characters. Now they all have kids. So anyway, the I'm look watching on Brandon's it. face right now. <laughs> Why was I telling you this? I'm good. Oh, oh, you've lost your train of thought. Thank God. It's I, not only I me. I told yeah. you, individual consultants in mm-hmm. here. Um, I can't remember why I was telling you that. <laughs> oh, they're talking about like the middle school dance and and whatever. Anyway, that was my whole thing. But on this Instagram video where I'm drunk, I literally say in the video, like, <laughs> I am only talking to people in high school the same time I am. If you're not, if you're older than that, that's fine. You're not old, you're cool, whatever. But I'm not talking to you. Like, move on. Mm-hmm. And I got so many people messaging me, like, excuse like me, I know that show. Hateful? I'm like, whatever. Like, I mean, I know what it is. So I was born in 1980. Mm-hmm. But I know what Degrassi is. Over here. Yeah. My husband is 77. No judgment. I'm yeah, just... no, but I know what Degrassi is. And there was also okay. another, like, I mean, Nick, there was, like, a Nickelodeon version. Oh, you actually lost me. I only watched the hard stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <no. laughs> I only wanted the real deal. <laughs> okay, I'm going to act like a fisherman and okay. reel this in. <laughs> Aren't we supposed to hear talk about my bakery? Let's talk about your bakery. <laughs> like I said, I warned everybody out there listening that, like, this... And people will probably get the most comments about this. Like, do more of that. We're say- tired of hearing business shit. We just, just talk about, we just do, you can just come in, we'll do a monthly show where we just rip on nothing. Just give me five minutes. I'll talk about the bakery and then we can go back to Bachelor in Paradise. Okay, so 30, 36 years. Yeah. This bakery has been around way longer than Jen has been around. Yes. She's barely into her 30s. Yes. So yeah, me too. Me too. So we talk about Sharpier's Bakery uh-huh. and I talk about Aaron Moso and mm-hmm. God's gift to this world is fresh <laughs> baked bread because, and I'll tell you, I, I was, you, I thought you were going to say God's gift to this world is Aaron Moso. I did too. <laughs> yeah, 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 that was yeah, a letdown. Yeah. Well, there's that too. Yeah. She makes the fresh baked bread. Whatever. You yeah. really, I've really lost. elevated I, I, the bread. <laughs> I did. I elevated the bread way higher than I should have. But fresh bread, it's like, like uh, Italian food and Italian wine to me, like fresh baked bread. Old bread sucks. In fresh, I was the, I was there the other day in the bakery, walking around, and I was eating warm bread straight out of the oven, and I was like, oh, "This is where it's at." It's and then I was great. like, "I have yeah. to stop doing this right now because this is a lot of bread." It's well, what bread. I have to say is, I mean, I think a lot of people during COVID started making bread, mm-hmm. and they were feeling like super self conscious about this and that, and like they weren't getting the crumb they wanted, and they're. You know, reading that book that has the, whatever the book is, that has, like, that big crunchy loaf on the front. I think everybody posts it. 
Um, you guys, you guys are looking at me blank. You don't I, know what I'm talking about. I tried about. to make steam buns because yeah. my husband's Japanese. <laughs> and that's, that's gonna be hard. I, oh, I, it was I really an think, epic like as a, somebody who knows about bread. I mean, I think that that's a much more difficult thing. It looks simple, but it's it was not a, a full on epic failure. Yeah, but I mean, so everybody started making bread. Yeah, you know, during sourdough COVID. starter, yeah. the yeah. whole yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. so that and that was before COVID. That was already a thing. You know, where it was like these five day sourdoughs, that kind of thing. Um, and that's beautiful and it tastes amazing and it's wonderful. It's not what we do, no. you know? And so people want to talk to me about it. And I'm like, I don't really know about that. You know, we do short runs, you know, we do fresh bread every day, you know, where did it start? Let's talk about the Genesis of Sharpies, right? And why Sharpies? Why the name? Sharpies is my grandmother's maiden name. Her name is Jean Sharpier. Um, and she was from like the, her family was, and don't quote me on this, <laughs> from the Alsace-Lorraine like area. Um, our family is Jewish, um, but she was from the French area. So her, her last name, her, her maiden name was Charpier. Everybody's going to really get into your like Xfinity cable account now. Yeah, They're gonna no, call no, it like, no, yeah, what yeah. is your maiden name? Like, oh, my I have never used name, that. I, yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. Uh, my mom's maiden name is much easier than that. Yeah. Let's not announce it. Um, <laughs> like that's, that's, I love how that's, that's like the deciding factor yeah. for all of your identity. Like, <laughs> like my that password, is hard content to find. My password is not Sharpier. Okay. <laughs> my password is not password. Um, so it's sort of a... I'll try to tell it as quickly as possible. So my grandparents grew up outside of Chicago in the Waukegan, Illinois area. Okay. And they moved down to Greenville, Mississippi. They were doing like a big, so Greenville, Mississippi of people aren't, you know, they don't, not familiar with the area. It's like the Delta of the Mississippi. It has a lot of history and they were trying to bring, um, yeah, <laughs> they were trying to bring business down there. And so my grandfather was a mechanical engineer he went down there. He um, opened up a nut and bolt factory. Um, and so my dad moved there when he was a little kid. So um, while we're very Southern, they my family isn't traditionally Southern. Uh, so my dad and his four siblings grew up there. Um, and in old school, like, basically there was a bakery in Greenville where my dad grew up. They were going to close. Well, they did close. Actually, the original baker sold it to another family. And then my dad, because my grandfather was a mechanical engineer, my dad knew a lot about equipment and how to fix things and that kind of thing. So he would buy equipment from businesses that were closing, fix them up, and sell it. And so he was going to do that with the Jeffersons, who had bought it from the original owner. Well, the original owner found out that my dad was going to do that um, and that he had bought it all for $2,500. And said, you know what? Instead of selling the equipment, I can teach you how to bake. Do you want to open a business? You know? Wow. And my dad was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, like, um, this was, I made my notes, 1973. So it was before my sister and I were both born. He had just married my mom. They'd been married for a couple years. And so, yeah. So this guy taught him how to bake. Nice. Yeah. And he did it. We were in Greenville. I was born there in 1980. So he did it for about seven years there. Okay. We moved to New Orleans where he worked for um, some of the po' boy um, companies. He worked for a, a grocery store, Canal Villery. Um, and then, what's you know, the What's the huge name down there? It's... Lottenheimer and Gambino's. Lottenheimer is what I'm yeah. thinking. Yeah. That's the bread. 
Yeah, my dad worked for them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so he worked. He, for he them. was he was low man on the totem pole. But still. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so, so many people here that do pubways, like they have to buy bread from. Mm-hmm. They sell frozen, like parbaked bread. I think. Yeah, Lodenheimer's you can does. you can get Lodenheimer's, uh frozen bread shipped. Yeah. yeah. So I many people say like it's the original thing, but like you can probably make that bread fresh. I think better. I think they make a beautiful bread. I think that when you parbake and and store stuff and ship it, that that affects your bread. You know, sure. as opposed to like maybe you don't have the perfect bread locally or whatever, but it's still fresh. So I think there's some advantage to that. But um, and then so we were in New Orleans. Um, for three and a half years. Then we moved to Aspen, Colorado. My dad worked for Port La France there. Okay. Which is now a big chain, like mm. at airports. Okay. But it was a small bakery back then. And then um, in 86, he decided, my grandfather was like, don't you want to just work for yourself? So he moved, we moved here after he did like a lot of research, um, trying to figure out the best city. He wanted to move back to the South to be close to family. So it was between here and Charlotte. So he was like up in the library doing research, like I assume with like microfiche or something like about. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, Co- what, you know what microfiche yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah college yeah. in the nineties. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like just trying to figure out these little you know, microfiche films, the economy, and, and so he chose Nashville. Okay, and, nice. the, and yeah. sharp guy. Yeah, um, and it was a good decision. Sharp EA guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I yeah, see yeah. what you did there. I like that. I may not know what microfiche is, but yeah, I can make a pun. So back then, like <laughs> the grocery stores, they still like their bakery and their butcher, or whatever, was still sort of like a separate entity within the grocery store. So he opened up at Tidwell's in 1986, which which is at the 180 or at the 7100 split. Thank you. Which um, is like the place I, I imagine there's got to be accidents like every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Times. I don't know how that is not. I know. Where is that? Uh, it's on, like, so High 100. Right across from, like, Sam's and Sportsman's. There's Yeah, there's a Sportsman's Grill there. It used to be, uh, Veneza was there for everything. Now it's a Coco's Italian Market. Yeah, Veneza's. There's the yeah. West oh. Mead liquor store. There, but it, there's a there's a split where 7100 go apart. And then and right after that is the 360 place. The, 360 Bistro. Yeah. yeah. And so there used to be. a day spa and all that there stuff. There used is, to yeah. be a place called the Corner uh, Market, mm-hmm. which was right on the corner where Sam's place is now. And it was. This really cool hyper local market, yeah. And across the street was, I guess, Tidwell's, and then it turned into. Uh, was it, from there, it went to be Harris Teeter, or is it Kroger? I mean, then there Harris must Teeter? have been something in between Tidwell's and Harris Teeter. Because there's a Harris there's Teeter no way, for yeah. a long time. I think yeah. there was like a McClure's department. Oh yeah, store oh McClure's. Yeah, over oh, there yeah. Too, right? oh yeah. You could go see the bunnies. <laughs> yeah, like there's a, we've lived a long time. There's a, yeah, that's yeah, been a long. Yeah, that's th- a, that's a very native Nashville thing. Yeah. like the bunnies at McClure's. We've wow, been. You to guys are really creating clubs with your age <laughs> and how long you've been here. I can go. <laughs> <laughs> We're very special. Hey, have you ever been to Phillips Toy Mart? No. Oh, okay. <sighs> Um, that's also that's a toy store. Well, bunny. you have kids now, so you yeah. will find out what it is. And you they need, also have yeah. bunnies. They have live bunnies there nice. to to touch at Easter. Cool. And so there was a department store across set. the street that had um, like a whole bunny area in the shoe section. What? Yeah, it was in the shoe section. At <laughs> uh, McClure's? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't like a big McClure's guy. He was but thinking like, bunny in a shoe, I think. No, no, I, was, no. I, I don't want to. I don't want to leave Jen out of this. Like, it's okay. I'll come back later. Yeah. She'll be back later. So you, she was Tidwell's. He was yeah. selling fresh bread to Tidwell's. 
Yeah, and so, but I mean, like you talk about Corner Market, that was one of our first customers. I mean, and you talk about other people who are now in the restaurant business, like Austin Ray was making sandwiches at Corner Market. Corner Market. Yeah, the RB Gar. <laughs> yeah, you the know, best like, damn sandwich ever. Yeah, you know, my husband actually worked there too. Um, my sister worked there. Yeah. Every, everybody worked there. That was the place to work. Yeah. It was a pretty cool place. Sounds cool. Yeah. And, and Corner Market is still here. But they have like a catering, don't they? Yeah, they have catering. They have a whole shop over there by Baskin Robbins um, on Annex. I did not know that. You didn't know that? Oh, yeah. You can walk in there and get a lot of prepared foods. And Well, that's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, shout Anyways. out to the Corner Market. Yeah, shout out to Emily. Emily. What's up, Emily? Yes. <laughs> Good stuff. So Ted Wells, and then okay. you're telling the story. Okay. So they have Ted we'll get, Wells. We'll in get there. Jen back in here. Come That'll on. Be good. And then um, my dad decided to build his own building. It was '89. We built over um, right there on Duluth Avenue, um, mm-hmm. what we call now called Charlotte, Charlotte Park. Sure. It was not a cool neighborhood at the time, at all. And the street is entirely industrial. It still is. Um, and then that's where we went from there. You know, I, I spent my entire life in that building. Um, what was it like growing up like around a bakery? It was awesome. Um, back then. So now we do like 99% bread, right? So we don't do desserts and all that kind of stuff. But over the years, over 35 years, we did a lot of different things. So there was like cake decorating and that kind of thing. And I remember there was this woman, Bridget, who decorated all the cakes and she would have these five gallon tubs of icing (laughs) and I just had to be up there because it was much smaller back then and like my parents were working there on Saturday you know so I had to be there too and I would just grab these like huge handfuls of like (laughs) nasty blue icing you know like (laughs) my kids would just go crazy for that yeah no I mean like as a 41 year old like I look back and think ooh, that was like the cheapest grossest icing ever (laughs) But yeah, no, it's great. And I, um, back then we also like everybody in the family was involved. My mom did deliveries. Um, so I would go on deliveries with my mom and as my dad said, look for the dumpster. If you aren't sure where to deliver, look for the dumpster because that's always where the back door to the kitchen is. Mm. Right. <laughs> that's, I've never heard that. Yeah. And I've. <laughs> been in sales a long time it's good advice yeah, it's true. Yeah. that's true like look for the dumpster yeah the back the back door of the kitchen is never far from the dumpster yeah um and so i'd go there my mom would like put me up on the counter and these chefs would try to feed me i mean you're talking like these are old school like de piquette like i love to anita hartel like you know wow we're going people, old school i like that yeah 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 Corey. um uh, <laughs> yeah yeah Exactly, trying to feed me, and I was like a super, but I was just having to go because where else was I supposed to be, you know? Yeah, no, um, I, I was It was that, much smaller then, yeah. My dad had a Christian music magazine. He had a, many yeah. of them, but I was always at his office and just hanging out around Yeah, I just whole, lived at the bakery, yeah, I was absolutely, just there, yeah. just kind of kicking it. and Everybody was just feeding me, giving me sugar, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it, it totally was fun. Fun yeah. being a kid. Yeah. I bring my kids when they come to the restaurant. I always like walk them to the kitchen. They like walking into the walk in and they mm-hmm. think the freezer is like the most amazing thing. Like, this is a, this all you walk in the freezer. I'm like, yeah, man. We go in there, I'll close the door. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I know other people want to bring their kids to our bakery like as a tour or whatever. Cause my kids are just like, they just walk through like no biggie. They're like, is there a PlayStation here? Yeah. They're like, no. <laughs> they're like, um, are there buns here? Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, yes, there are warm buns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I made a huge mistake one time on the way to uh, daycare, and I stopped and got warm buns. 
And now we have to do that like every other day. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's a thing. Yeah, yeah, Warm it's a thing. buns. Yeah. Like they act like they never got fed or whatever. <laughs> well, I will tell you, I love you come by here and you drop off these jalapeno buns <laughs> yeah, yeah. for our, our guests. When you come in and do a live interview with us, we send you home with some Sharpies, some fresh baked Sharpies bread. Yeah. And we had, you dropped some off and then the person canceled. Yeah. Oh, so you guys got to um, take it home. Good. Oh, he did. He dug it. Oh, I just sat we here, here and ate yeah. bread. It was ridiculous. And it was amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. He was very it. excited. Oh, yeah. No, I was like, oh. This is- it can be hard. Yeah. I mean, like, warm bread. And I would say that to all the people who have started making bread over the last couple of years. Like, You're going to get to hear her advice for amateur bread makers right after a word from these sponsors. Are you a professional Looking for a job here in Nashville? Maybe you're just looking for a gig. You need maybe a better work-life balance? Change the way you work. GigPro can provide the opportunity for higher pay, a flexible schedule, and hopefully connect you with the right fit for a long-term employment. Sign up now at go.gigpro.com forward slash pro. Once you sign up and complete your profile, you can earn $5 for each person you refer to the app. Go do it now. What Chefs Want has been serving the Nashville restaurant community for over 15 years. During that time, they've worked tirelessly to be, well, what chefs want. Seven-day deliveries, no fuel charges, 24-7 customer care, unparalleled availability, and they'll split almost everything they sell. If you're the kind of person that wants to see what's new when it comes in stock, you should follow them on the socials at what chefs want and sign up to be a customer at what chefs You have heard me talk about super source for the last two years. And in that time, Jason Ellis, I feel like he's taken over the city. It is hard for me to get a guest in here that doesn't use super source. And I'm telling you, everybody loves him. When you mention Jason, they're like, Oh my gosh, that guy's legitimate. Now ask yourself this question. Do you feel that way about the person that provides you with your dish machine and chemicals? Because he's the real deal. And guess what? He's not going to make you sign a five-year contract. He's never going to say, well, you signed a contract. It's on you. He goes week to week. You never sign a contract. So he earns your business every single week. I loved it when we had Cam and Nikki in from the Red Perch, and they said, he's like one of our employees when he's in the building. He's that good. You should call him today. If you don't feel that way about your dish machine and chemical person, 770-337-1143 is how you get a hold of Jason. Or go to NashvilleRestaurantRadio.com, click the Sponsors tab. There's a special link on there that will get you special discounts for new customers. Call him now. Even if your bread isn't perfect, like they're like... Fresh, warm bread is never bad. No. You know what I I mean? Like, even if it's too dense, even if it has a terrible crust or whatever, like, it still tastes good. Warm bread's warm bread. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I stopped eating bread in 2019 because of, I was, we got married in 2019. Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, I'm going to lose all this. And then I was, I did it for like, I did keto. My husband is Japanese. We eat a lot of white rice too. I was like, man, this is cutting out like most of my diet. Like I couldn't. And anyway, I decided I, I chose joy. I looked great at my wedding. <laughs> I I was going to lose weight for my wedding. And then I remember I was sitting with the guy from the tulip tree or whatever, like looking at calendars. And I thought, wait a second. <laughs> so in the meantime, I was six months pregnant at my wedding. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
Well, that's, I was yeah, looking well. at that calendar and thinking, hmm, I'm not gonna... you know what? <laughs> you know what? I haven't thought about that in a while, but yeah. Okay, so we, we see how we do Sorry, this. Sorry, we, we got to go back to the this. bakery. Yeah. Well, so I think we can fast forward. I mean, you, your your dad starts Sharpier's Bakery. Yeah. You're off Duluth Avenue in Charlotte Park. Mm-hmm. And he's working with restaurants. Yeah. He's, he's found restaurants back then. You're going to make deliveries. And let me, let's fast forward. That was 36 years ago. Yeah. <clears throat> let's fast forward to 10 years ago. Okay. Right? Because I think that's when you took over. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? So what was the circumstances around you coming in and taking over? Was he just tired of it? Did he want to retire? Did Were you like... I love this business. I have a passion for it. This is what I want to do. Like, what's the story? I think it started a few years before that. I had always been in hospitality. I always just ended up working in restaurants and hospitality. And my dad had always said when I was a kid, like, hey, girl, you can do anything. You are so capable. Promise me you'll stay out of the food business. You know what I mean? Because it is complicated, you know? And especially back, I mean, you're talking about like the 80s and 90s, like you really want to get into it, you know? He was like, just stay out of that. But I always was like peripherally around it, whether it was hospitality or whatever. Um, And I think- It's hard to get out. Yeah, it is. And I think you grow up, but there's a certain kind of people that have like great personalities and are so outgoing and have a lot going for them that, that choose the food business. You know, they like it, you know? Yeah. And I grew up around those kind of people and was drawn to them. Um, and so I always stayed in hospitality. And so I had um, gotten a print journalism degree <laughs> um, in 1998. It was not a great choice. <laughs> like not knowing well, that. Yeah, yeah. Not a bad. I mean, you have a yeah. degree. I don't have a degree. Yeah, but but a few years before that, basically I had moved back to Nashville in 2006, I think. 2006 or 2007. It was right before the recession. And um, I was working at a downtown law firm trying to use my degree in communications. And I just wasn't doing that good of a job, honestly. And I got fired. And so I started working at Happens. sports. Yeah, I started working at Sportsman's in Hillsborough Village because it was a place I was familiar with. And they were a customer. And I knew the people that worked there because I was also would go there. <laughs> and um, I'm not familiar with the upstairs that place yeah, at all. Yeah, no, me either. Um, and... Um, <laughs> I've never met Brad. Um, But I think during that time, I thought, what am I going to do? You know, I keep getting drawn back into this business. I'm not doing well in this sort of corporate world. So I was like, and the economy is tanking. Like, I think what what happens if I go to culinary school? You know, like I was 29 and I thought, okay, I'm going to go that one. Like, which one's the best one? You know, Google, you know, and so I went to CIA. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so um, ended up doing that for two. It's a, you know, it's an associate's degree. So it's like 18 to 20 months or something like that. And I did up there. And But the thing is, when I mentioned that to my dad, I thought he was just going to say, you know what? You are 28, 29 years old. Like, get it together. Like, get a job, you know? What did he say? He said, I think that's the most amazing idea you've ever come up with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, wow, I think it's awesome. He's like, can I help you get an apartment? Like, let's figure out how to pay for it and all this stuff. Like, I think it's amazing, you know? And I thought he was just going to shoot it down. Mm-hmm. And um, so I went and he went up there and he helped me find an apartment. And I, I mean, this is the, I, I'm trying to like lead up to the, when I came back. So I did go to a culinary school, but I did do cooking, mm-hmm. not baking or pastry or anything like that. Hmm. And then I was working in New York, um, 
I had done my externship at a place called Blue Hill at Stone Barns. So it's a working farm. It's a kind of place where you go and do like, um, you know, a 14 course meal. You don't order anything. Mm-hmm. Um, everything comes off the farm. It's a really hard place to work with Dan Barber and he's amazing. I basically got my job there because I mentioned Julia Sullivan's name and, um, Julia Sullivan. Yes. Really? Yes. Yeah, she, cause she did her externship there. And she is like a good family friend. And I was like, I know Julia Sullivan. <laughs> and they were like, oh, she's amazing, you know? Wow. Yeah. And um, that was 10 years ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. They already knew how amazing she was back then. Nice. And um, I definitely, I assume they never took another recommendation on her name again. <laughs> um, oh, don't sell yourself short. Yeah, yeah. Stop it. I just, back then I was like, it's so hard to like have enough confidence. I think back about that stuff back, you know, 10 or 15 years ago and I didn't have enough confidence. (coughs) I was so nervous and I look back at what I was doing and I think, oh my God, if I could do that now, Mm -hmm. you know, now that I have a little bit more confidence, I could totally kill it. But back then I just was nervous and insecure and that kind of thing. Where does that confidence come from? Where do you Um, get that? uh, Time, you know, working. You know, solving problems, you know, that, I mean, and that's it. And that's like, I came into a situation at the bakery, like I said, so I worked for there, um, at Blue Hill Stone Barns. And then when I left culinary school, I actually worked for Shake Shack for Union Square Hospitality Group, um, which I loved. Um, and, but that was when my dad called me and said, I really don't want to do all this every day to day stuff like anymore. Can you come down here? And I was working up there for nothing (laughs) you know you know and working and I was like in my 30s and you know I thought you know what that sounds like a good idea so I I moved back down here yeah you did so that brought you back to Nashville yeah and you started working probably just doing a lot of the day-to-day business stuff that he didn't want well I first started out just like working every job I worked a lot of jobs at the bakery obviously but I the first thing I did I spent six months working in production working from one to nine 1 a.m. to 9 a.m. Oh, wow. Um, just to I have an idea of how the mixing goes and, and that kind of thing. Then packing bread, doing the production management on the phone, that kind of thing. You know, just to make sure, like, I think anybody who runs a business knows you can't run a business if you can't do every job. So you have a 24-hour facility. Uh, it's not 24 hours anymore. It used to be. Um, we changed it. So that shift from 1 to 9, we actually changed it to 4. Mm-hmm. Um, because who can work from one to nine and have a real life? Yeah. Oh, there's a lot, I mean, yeah, a lot of people yeah. do. That's what I was saying. I mean, there's a lot of people that, that work that third shift. That's a, there's bars I, I, I've heard about, not that I've got, like the bars like are open. <laughs> I've heard about those. Yeah. Well, when you no, get from no, one to nine, you get off at nine and you want to go have a beer. Cause like you, then you no, sleep I used to all do day. That. I used to do that. I was work. I was living at the Bricksworth. Do you guys know what that is? Mm-hmm. Oh, why does it sound so familiar? The P-R-I-X. Uh, the Bricksworth, it's right across, it's on, it's on Harding, right across from Publix, right there at Harding. And it's like where everybody's dad moves when their parents get divorced. (laughs) I didn't know there was a place. Or also nurses. She's like, so I had a great time there. (laughs) But I would work from one to nine and they had a pool there and I would go get a bottle of wine, you know, when I got off work at nine and like, 
kick it at the pool in the morning. Kick it at the pool in the morning, and I'm sure I don't even know what people thought about that. But I was like, this is the end of my day, you know? Like, well, were you the only woman living there? Uh, no, I mean there were lots of other women there, but they definitely weren't out at the pool at nine <laughs> with a bottle of wine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, there's a lot of divorcee dads. So <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> that was, you know, actually, I met my husband the I think three weeks after I moved back to Nashville. Really? Well, how'd you meet him? Um, oh God, this is a good story. <laughs> um, we were having a birthday party. Um, my friend Ben Goldberg, mm-hmm. um, he was having a birthday and his wife asked me how I just moved back and we were going to have this like super adult appetizer party at my little teeny tiny apartment there. Um, everybody knew I'd, I had just like moved back from culinary school. So it was going to be very, you know, sophisticated or whatever. But then his brother got involved. <laughs> his brother, Max, is, like, so much fun. So it ended up being, like, a party bus. I spent, like, all day, like, preparing for this party. And everybody ate. And then we got on a party bus and went downtown. And we went to 308. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, that's in East Nashville, though. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And was. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah. And I Rest ran into my husband and another friend of his. And I said, hey, didn't you go to USN? He said, yeah, I did. Yeah. University School of Nashville. Yes. yes. He was a year behind me, and I said, hey, we're going to get on a party bus and go down to Robert's. Do you want to come? And he said yes. So. The rest is history. Yeah, the rest is history. I met also met my husband with Ben and Max Goldberg. <laughs> I was Are you work- serious? Yeah, I was yeah, working yeah, for yeah. them. My husband and I were working. We opened Lists all together. Okay. And we yeah. met working there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at them, just making matches. I know. And my husband is a very quiet guy. He is not a like oh, outgoing guy. Like, he, you know. I think you can see in this interview, like, I talk enough for two people. Um, but, um, Which is, I can't believe we have done this interview already. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Damn, this is gold. Yeah. Uh, Goldberg. They, no, well, I always say that. <laughs> I, I, think, I think By the way, it had nothing to do with me getting married or meeting my wife. I think Ben Goldberg's, no, yeah, ben Goldberg's birthday is July 7th, because I think that's what we can as our anniversary. Mm. <laughs> like, the day we met him. There yeah. you go. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Wow, look at that. Making matches. Making matches. Okay, so now you're going to take it over, and your okay. dad's going to retire, mm-hmm. right? Is that yeah? Where is that? We're at in this I story. I wouldn't use the R word. Um, I mean, my dad was never going to retire. I mean, he was like a totally healthy, you know, late sixties guy. So he was still coming to work every day. So we did have a, a few years of just trying to figure that out, like even just like a fight against, you know, direct deposit or this and that, and like moving things forward. Um. But it was the best, I mean, the idea that I got to come back here and, like, work with my dad, you know, before the end of his life is, like, pretty great, you know? Like, we were always very, very close. We always talked at least once a day um, before I moved to Na- back to Nashville. Wow. Um, maybe every other day. Um, and then when he came back here, or when I came back here, um, it was, like, three times a day. But it was really hard, you know? Like, all of a sudden, we were fighting a lot. You know why were you? Oh, because you had just, differences and opinions on how you wanted to run the business. Exactly, and he's he's the boss. You know, like yeah. I mean, he says I've been doing this for this long, and I'm like, well, I just think we should do this. And at the end of the day, he decided. You know, but I think it mm. o- it it only took a few years before he really did start to take my opinions into account. And like you know, not that he never did, but really well, I like think that chose you- my opinion over his own. Right. You know, that's it. That's a. It's a pro, it's a, it takes time to do that. Mm-hmm. You have to earn that autonomy. I did have to earn that from him. Yeah. You know, I did. Absolutely. What's a piece of wisdom that your dad, if your dad was here right now, I said, what's, what's a piece of wisdom about the bread business or just in life? 
Something your dad taught you. In life, I mean, like, you're the same as everyone else. Like, they're, you know, I don't know, like, every single person is struggling with the same stuff. You know, whether they have money or they don't have money or whether they're working or not working, like everyone's struggling with the same thing, you know, and if you can make them laugh and talk to them as if they're a person and they feel connected to you, that matters. I think that that's something that anybody who knew my dad would know, like he was really easy to connect with. And I think that that's because he offered up a lot of himself. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's how you connect with people. You offer your own stuff. You offer your own personal information. And he always did that. And people always felt very connected to him. Uh, you know, we had the Walker brothers in here uh, a couple weeks ago, and they said part of their like their mantra, like who they are, is they said, we want to have great respect in our business partners. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was so fascinating, which is a totally like a normal thing that should happen all the time. But I think they're so hyper-competitive. And in this industry versus any other industry, vendors bread Mm -hmm. if it's a broadline vendor if it's a produce vendor or dairy vendor there's so much there's such a lack of trust because there's not this transparency there's this why are you charging why is there this discrepancy in what everybody's charging us and so there's this back and forth i think that people have that can be difficult but like you like if your dad said look everybody's here like let's just all connect and let's make this thing happen let's be friendly. Let's be civil to each other in business. I think it's so important. that You're talking about just in general in life and everything. Yeah, but I think that that's the same philosophy we have at the bakery. We are very transparent there. There is nobody trying to upcharge anybody for anything. Like, we're just making the bread that you order. We're charging you for it. If we make a mistake, I'm not going to charge you for it. Like, there is not an HR department. There's not an accounting department. There's me and there's Tamara, who is like the most wonderful human being in the whole world. Who, she you know, is amazing. Yeah, she is. And, She's um, been in this, in this industry for a long time. Yeah, exactly. And she, you know, there's just the two of us, you know. So if you've got a problem, you just call me. Like, our customers have the owner's cell phone. I mean, it's <laughs> it's out there, you oh know. Oh, my gosh. i got to bring this up. Yeah. You made a post like <laughs> a week or I two have done this, a week yeah. or two ago and because was, everybody's been mentioning it yeah yeah so you made this post that was like listen there is a ceo of a company who on the phone told me like calm down little girl or something along oh, those yeah. lines he just said, calm uh he said be what quiet, was the story be, tell be us be st- quiet and listen mm. um it was just and this person uh, owes you like a significant amount of money or something? Like what's the story around it? It wasn't even that much money, you know? It was $3,500. But we have not, we've been trying to be like, you know, we like everybody else during COVID have struggled a yeah. lot. Sure. And um, and I and I don't mean to be like, woe is me, but like people talk a lot about the restaurant industry and like how much that struggled during COVID, but nobody talks about the people who supply the restaurant industry, especially smaller places. Like, yeah, nobody's going to feel bad for Cisco, you know, but I'm Gifford's bacon. I was having people in that was like, let's talk about this. That's somebody like us who's really struggling. And so I just, we did not go after our customers aggressively Mm -hmm. during COVID in the last two years, you know, for money they owed us. And this person, I have been sending them, invoices monthly statements this and that and they basically shut me down so um, we're not paying yeah the accountant person shut me down so it wasn't actually that hard to figure out from like what the email address is what the like if you google the ceo's name 
mm-hmm. like what his email address might be. <laughs> so, and so basically I just sent him every open, ev- like every open invoice and he called me back and he basically told me I was rude and disrespectful and um, that should be, qu- I, I was just trying to explain the situation mm-hmm. and um, he just kept telling me to be quiet and listen, which was extremely frustrating for me. But I wanted the money. You yeah. know what I mean? Sure. Like It's been a long time. Did yeah. you get it? I haven't gotten it yet, which is why I haven't said what his name is. But yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I mean, do you think that that is something? Do you think that if I was the person on the phone and I was calling him and I said, Mr. CEO, this is Brandon Still with Sharpier's Bakery. This is money. Do you think he would tell me to calm down and listen? Or do you think that was because you're a woman? Well, I mean, with your voice, no, I don't think he would. <laughs> um, I do think it's probably sexist. I, th- I mean, that's, that's I, don't know. You know, I don't know him this. personally, like but a, yeah, hey. it's, you know, it's a thing going on, you know, I can't tell you how long I've been my dad's daughter, you know, mm-hmm. um, this kind of thing, like even trying to go in and, and talk to people, people who call me and ask me about buns. I mean, honestly, this is so messed up to say but like the best thing that ever happened to me was having two kids and gaining some weight (laughs) and so I stopped being like I stopped looking like somebody they might ask out for a date Mm. I can't tell you those first five years that I was selling bread that I would go in and try to just talk to I'm just doing my job you know talking in like talking to them about Sandwich bread, like prices, that kind of thing. I want to help. I want to help find you fresh baked yeah. bread for your business. I want you, to help you, you succeed. Call, you called me. You asked me for samples, but that the, at the end of the meeting, they'd say, "Uh, so where do you like to get a drink when you're done at the day?" You know. Hey, what are you doing later? Yeah, basically, um, and that's it's just complicated, you know. <laughs> like you know, like I'm just trying to here do my job. Like I just. You know, uh, there's probably women across the city that are listening is going preach on. Yeah. You know, I just like you called me. You asked me for bread. I showed up with bread at the end of this meeting. Why do you have to ask me where I want to get a drink? Like, you know, it's just so uncomfortable. Yeah. You know? I got I got hit on last night at work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was weird. And I because I guessed. Yes. Oh. Yeah, it was a big party, and this guy, and I, at first I was like, well, surely that's not happening, because my uniform, I don't care if anyone in my company hears this, I'm friends with all of them, and they (laughs) know, I hate that uniform so passionately. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, it's really not flattering. You don't have to wear pieces of flair, do you? No, I try to. I literally, (laughs) like, I, I, like, joke all the time. It's, it it doesn't matter. It's a really bad uniform. They all know I feel that way. It is what it is. I'm not getting any change out of this. There it is. Um, Anyway, so this guy was hitting on me, and I was like, well, that can't be, because I know what is what I'm <laughs> like, 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 I'm like, are that's you not me? I'm, like, looking around. Like, Stop it. And then it was pretty, no, but I'm, like, pretty self-confident about, like, I think I'm really cute. I love my you outfits. Are I t- yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Are so pretty. are yeah. you. Yeah. But I literally, <laughs> t- like, I'm, I'm not, like, one of those women that's, like, never me. But in that outfit, I'm, like, never me. <laughs> and anyway, so for a while, I was like, this isn't real. And then it just, like, it was pretty unavoidable. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, this is definitely happening. He also happened to be sitting at the cap, which was the only place I could, like, serve from. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. He, It just, like, got a little weird. And then I found out he has, like, a three-week-old kid. And he Gross. has a 15-month-old kid. And so do Gross, I. Gross, sir. Well, so yeah. then I, like, come home. And I'm, I'm telling, like, the other staff. I'm like, I feel so weird about this. They all know my husband. I feel like I haven't been hit on in forever. And they're like, oh, just lean into it. I'm like, 
no, I didn't, I don't want it. Like I'm busy. Like I need to get to that woman to give her the salad. I don't, I'm not trying to like be cute rub with the, the guy. Like guy, I yeah. want to reach the woman. I know. And so I came home and I told my husband and he literally goes, in that outfit? And I was like, <laughs> oh, yes. It's yes, a really, really bad apron. In that outfit? It's a really bad apron. Anyway. But everybody's always saying you lean into it. And I think that I that's know. tough. Like I have, and I, I'll be honest, like I have leaned into it. I have been a cocktail waitress. I have, you know, yeah. waited well, a lot of tables that's and the thing I leaned about the into industry, it. Though, yeah. It's like you, they are your guests. They are tipping you. Yeah. Once I found out he wasn't paying the check, I was like, oh, we're good. I don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, but like you do kind of have to, and it is a fine line. Cause I, at least I always feel like I shouldn't have to do that. I shouldn't have to flirt to get your business, to get the 20%, to get whatever. Like, I should yeah. not have to. If I want to, by my own volition, that's a different sure. story. But, like, I shouldn't feel like I have to in order to make sure I get my 20%. And I think that, that that's the hardest part for me is I spent so many years serving and, and, and working, you know, front of house and that kind of thing. And so to go in as a business owner with bread that, like, I, I'm not even trying to sell them. They called me, you yeah. know. And I... Am I supposed to lean into it? Yeah. Like, I just, I found that very difficult, you know, yeah. like to ha how to manage it, you know? And, and like I said, then there's this guy who's on the phone with me. And, and obviously this is another thing I mentioned earlier in the interview is like, I have a lot more confidence now than I had 10 or 15 years ago. And so I just, like, I don't even deal with that stuff so much, you know, but to have this guy on the phone, I, I did feel very small. Mm-hmm. For him to say, you why don't you just be quiet and listen? Mm -hmm. Like, mm. as if explaining my business's, you know, needs right. were smaller. And then I, I just, I can't even tell you this email where it was like, if you were running your business right, you would have already done this and that and, you know, all this stuff. And it was just like, <sighs> <Yeah. you know? laughs> I do. Like, I must locally owned and operated <laughs> yeah, like bakery that like... I'm working really hard to provide this product for people during a global pandemic. I'm giving daily <laughs> delivery of fresh bread. Like my goal is to help these restaurants with their products so they can have more guests. I'm not even hounded, but it's been a year. Like, yeah. can I get a little, like there, and, there should be a little bit from that guy going, you know what? I am so sorry that this is a situation. Let me work on it. it was, Can it we was get on nothing. a payment plan? Can I give you $100 a month? We're really hurting I, too. Can we just... I say that to everybody. I say that to all of our customers. You know, mm. we really appreciate our customers. Like a lot of them really stuck with us through the pandemic when we weren't able to offer what we normally offer, you yeah. know, like the six days a week and like they really stuck with us and like... That you know, that's the reason we're still in business because of their loyalty. But this guy, like, he's trying to—he's a national corporation and trying to pull the "we're a family business" thing on me. Oh, we're a family business too. Like, no, mm -hmm. you've got restaurants all over the country. Yeah, like, Just tell me it's not Olive Garden. Yeah, no, <laughs> I actually know you who it is. Go, I'm not going to say. Yeah, yeah, you you'll tell me later. No, I'll, I'm waiting until I get the check before I. You know. Well, I'm just really glad it's not Olive Garden because their Olive whole Garden. thing is when we're here, we're family, and that's my favorite restaurant. I'm sorry. <laughs> so not, I would have been. Oh, it, it I promise really you is. it's not Olive Garden. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good, good. You good. can still get the breadsticks. Okay, and still thank get about God. It, yeah. <laughs> it would have really fucked up my day. I actually randomly went to Olive Garden in Franklin like a month ago, that's and where it was I go. great. Yeah. Like. <laughs> 
Yeah, that, um, no, that's my, so like truly yeah. Olive Garden is my end all be all restaurant. Like there are so many fantastic local restaurants. Yeah. But I love Olive Garden. I go every yeah. birthday. Yeah. I, our, our, our birthday for a while was, well, our, our, our special occasion restaurant is Lachlan Table. Mm. Yeah, it's my, it's my favorite. In the yeah. whole, I say it every time. Like I, I just, know. it's so good. I love it. Yeah, Hal and I love Kara, Kara are yeah, just. Yeah. <laughs> they're yeah. just like the greatest people. I'm telling you, I just love them. I love their food and I love their whole vibe. Okay, but what is your like your non-local just Chewies? Okay, okay. See, everybody has one. Chewies, it's Chewies. I love the thin I, chips. I love the pico, and then I love their little jalapeno ranch dip, and then the chicken chicken boom enchiladas is is like. Okay. Comfort food to me. Can I say I have a problem with that? Yes, um, of course. Because I went to college in Austin, Texas, yes. where Chewies is from, uh-huh. before they started. And I and I feel like the original Chewies, and there was like a sister restaurant, I can't remember, that was on the water. And I feel like it's always disappointing. I don't <laughs> yeah, like yeah, Chewies. Well, because yeah. it was a local restaurant at the time. You know what I'm saying? They make, they make so but when I, I was a drinker. I should probably try again. We used to live in Hillsborough My Village. mom loves it. I'm we lived in fan. we lived in Hillsborough Village in the the heyday of Hillsborough Village, right? Okay. Sam's, Bosco's, Jackson, Sunset Grill. We had all those things when we lived there. It was amazing. Yeah. Right. And we, we li- literally I was in the parking lot, the back Wild parking animals. lot of Sam's. Yeah. I mean, I could just I could watch. Yeah. I was right there and it was really great. My husband and I, one of our first dates was at Jackson's, if it makes you feel oh, yeah. Man, I love Jackson's. That's where I met Jeff Martin. There's so many amazing people yeah. from Jackson's. But we used to walk. Down 21st Avenue, mm-hmm. when Chewy's first opened, it was brand new right there. And we would drink these these Texas margaritas that they would make. It's like a $12 margarita, but it was like two well, liter quitter, right? I'm familiar had, with those as somebody who went to college in Austin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you yeah, drink yeah, like yeah, yeah. two of them, and I was like, good to go. That was like yeah, our yeah. little spot that we would go to, and they do a great happy hour, whatever. But there's more memories there because my wife and I would go there before we had kids, exactly. and we would get drunk. Exactly, yeah. Just her and I. And walk, we would walk down, we would just walk through Vanderbilt and walk home. And we had such a great conversation. So there's, there's some memories behind it that's no. not just like Chewy's. It's like that brings us back to that time when we were both. Absolutely. And I, I mean, no and that's how I feel about Chewy's from Austin. And they had this horrible place. <laughs> I shouldn't say horrible. They had a chain restaurant in Austin called Baby Acapulco's. And they had purple margaritas. And you were actually only a allowed to order two. Ooh. Oh, I know. Yeah, that's yeah, almost yeah, like yeah, a dare. Yeah, 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 I know. Like, yeah. You, I so, have another one. Well, you're only allowed yeah, to have two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What made them purple? Um, I'm food sure coloring. some sort of food coloring and like it whatever. It could have been a more interesting. Answer. It could have been like blueberries or something. No, I mean, this know? is a college oh, town. It was like, I'm sure they put whatever 100 proof alcohol. You're like food coloring. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a, well, there's blue curacao you could use. Yeah, yeah. No, like, I you know. know. I was just wondering because yeah. like margaritas don't have that many variations. Well, yeah. I guess they have a lot of variations. I mean, they're pretty I think standard. I, to think to call it a margarita is a really loose uh, loose, yeah, <laughs> like, like crunk juice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like <laughs> I mean, they might have put salt on the rim, but so then, yeah. what is your chain? Restaurant? My favorite chain restaurant. Yeah. Oh gosh, I'm like, what's in West Nashville? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm very like proximity based. But those um, chains, they're everywhere. There's gotta be. I mean, like, I if you wanted me to like say a fast food restaurant, like I love Taco Bell. Great. I mean, yeah, I absolutely love Taco Bell. And I heard I'm, they're bringing back the Mexican pizza. On April. <laughs> okay. And I mostly they got rid of the, they got rid of the pico. Like what? They made they some got, choices. I don't yeah, agree. with They've made the some choices. I don't agree with. Yeah. Um. We went we went to Chattanooga a couple weeks ago and we st- we went through a Taco Bell and I was like, 
There's like nothing on this menu that gets me excited anymore. <laughs> okay, that's because you're in your late in mid forties. The burrito levels are like I stopped. I stopped. I stopped. I stopped. I stopped. I stopped. You're gonna be here soon, Jen. I didn't yeah, even get like the words out. No, my husband's <laughs> also like it's not a judgment. I just I'm not good at math. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. I do know that. Yeah. Math I'm and outdoor. My mom's activities. a math teacher. Did you know that? <laughs> are you good at math? I am good at math. Oh, I'm good at math too. I like. I math. should be better at math. I was with a little my disappointed earlier when she said, "What's forty-eight times 40? I was disappointed that you didn't. <laughs> forty-eight times. Well, I can 40? do it in my head. No, forty-eight so times four is what you said. And oh, anyway, one hundred and sixty. See, he's so good at fast math, and I was yeah, like really no, bummed that I didn't know the answer. My dad was now. really good at that. Also, yeah, he could always do like. I mean, and I think that was from years and years of like you know scaling up formulas and that kind of thing like he could do oh, the math just yeah. like that in his head he remembered numbers like insane yeah that's good uh, mine's learned over time i just yeah. like i like looking at numbers because numbers indicate results and there's and always you, a right answer when you work really they don't the, the thing about numbers is math doesn't lie right exactly. so there's when you're always a right answer when you're talking to people in sales and you're talking about deliveries and people are like well how come they're cheaper than you and i go because you had five deliveries from me and that's they go, your 10 on logic yeah, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's 100% logic. It's like yeah. if I delivered you five times, it cost me $100 per delivery. It cost me $500 to do business with you. Mm-hmm. You're ordering 50 total cases. I got to make $10 a case to break even. So henceforth, I want to make at least $2 a case. I got to charge you $12. And they're like, <laughs> damn, okay. And yeah. I go, so that, that's why you're paying more. Math it's a, doesn't lie. The numbers don't lie. It's He's a, so good at that. It's, true. it's just like not my area of... Well, I mean, if you double that, if you say, okay, so you're going 100 cases and I'm doing five deliveries, well, now I have to charge you $5. You don't buy from that. You now double your numbers. I charge you half price and I make more and you pay less. Like now, if you could do all of that. They turned one- it off. They're gone. The listeners, they left. Oh. <laughs> okay. I Bye. think about math because, well, because we'll like when I was later. Yeah, yeah. Bye. I know. <laughs> We're just talking. Like, it's just like, I'm also leaving unless I can get some more coffee. <laughs> I, my sisters. Have I talked about the bakery at all? Yeah. Oh, yeah okay, my okay. sisters, we were talking, we were standing in line to like at a Mexican restaurant on Nolensville Road Chewies. one time. No, it was La Hacienda. <laughs> okay. But we we're standing in line and, uh, and I was one. telling her about my shoes. Yeah, that's a great one. Nolensville's the best. But I'm talking about my shoes and she, and, and she, and she yeah. literally looked at me and she said, I'm sorry, what did you say? I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God. You have a lot of conversations about your shoes, though. Everybody in the world needs somebody that will say that to them, though. I didn't. What? Yeah. That, like, when you're talking, they just go, I just fell asleep. Like, whatever. You're, it's the most boring thing I've ever heard somebody say. <laughs> like, so they can look you in the eye and tell you that. You're like, you're my See, people. See, I feel Thank like you. I know that as it's coming out of my mouth. Like, half the time, like, especially after the last two years where my husband and I have been, like, spent a lot of time mm-hmm. together, you know? And, like. <laughs> you said like, that like it was a bad thing. No, but it's been great. Like, I can't think of a better person who, like, he moved stuff from working to home. And he took care of our three-month-old and our th- our three-year-old mm-hmm. when our daycare closed in, in March of 2020. Oh, wow. Um, he stayed home full-time with the kids or whatever. And I can't think of a better person. But sometimes I just, I'm, like, telling him a story from work and I can He's feigning interest, you know, like, yeah. and I just, I just look at him and I just stop talking. And I said, I'm sorry, this isn't a good story. <laughs> like, you know, I just, I just talk at him so much, you know. My so husband that, will also let me know when the story's yeah. not good. <laughs> oh, I just have no yeah. poker face. So like, you can, you can tell when I'm not listening. Yeah. yeah. You're very good. At, he's like, you're not, we're, it's fine. And he'll no. just stop the story. But like my husband will actively be like. Hey, this is not going anywhere or it's taking too long to get there. So I, I need you to either speed it up quick, or wrap quick, it up. Quick. Like we're done. 
I will so we say, were we were yeah. like talking about some real stuff for a second there. No, we but were I, talking well, about like, I was I was gonna take it back. My dad was a great storyteller. I think I got that from him. I think I got and I think we were talking about my dad making connection with people. Yes. Um and I think we're still trying to do that. Um and I the amazing thing is it's so complicated when you come and take over your family business because there's so much pressure. Like, am I going to just tank this? Like, you know, like, it, you know, that's the biggest fear. Like, you tank it. You tank your, you know, parents, you know, life's work. Well, and you want to make him proud of yeah, you exactly. and of yeah. the bakery. Well, he's worked and, his entire life, and there's a lot of pressure yeah. for you to keep it going. Yeah, but I think that that, that one of the lucky things I got was I I got that from him. And what I was saying before about people sharing with him is that my dad always offered a lot of himself to people. And I sort of think I do that too. In in the idea that like, I don't have a lot of personal filter. Like I don't have a lot of personal secrets. Like ask me, I'll tell you, you sure. know, uh, but I think that that makes other people feel comfortable. You know, it, it, it makes other people feel comfortable to be like, even, take it to a business level like hey i messed up like i forgot to order can you help me mm-hmm. you're like of course yeah no problem you know we all do that you know and so i think that that's you know uh something my dad set up you know to be flexible to be helpful like we don't want to be like okay if you didn't get your order in by you know this time then you know mm-hmm. you're not you're not gonna have any hamburger buns tomorrow sure you know <laughs> so anyways yeah <laughs> I feel like we talked so little about bread and so little. Well, that's that's kind of the it's so funny. I love that when people come in and they're like I'm <laughs> I so, so sorry nervous. we talked about me the whole time. I was so nervous about this whole thing and I feel like I just talked about like, you know. I told you and everybody comes in like, oh, we didn't talk about my business too much." I'm like, that's a, <laughs> I, th- this is not a show about business. I this know, is I a know. show about people, the people behind the business. And exactly, I think that, yeah. I think if if I'm out there right now and I'm listening to this, I think Wow, that's a real person. That's a real person <laughs> that runs a local business that cares about her community and works her ass off every single day to provide for them and her family. And why am I buying frozen par baked bread from, you know, Cisco when I could Water. be buying Yeah, well, yeah, I could yeah. be buying fresh they'll deliver the fresh bread and it's not that much more expensive, if if not less it's expensive. Probably the same. Yeah. Yeah, like I could be supporting this local person and all of the people that she has working for him and that's kind of, you know, that's one of the things as a sponsor of the show, you know, and this isn't a paid interview. This is just, I just love talking to you. And I'm like, <laughs> let's share our conversation with I everybody. I literally am looking at it at you guys. I'm like, so when can I come back? <laughs> <laughs> this is like been a therapy like, session. This is the most exciting thing I've done in like two years. <laughs> I, I, well, that means a lot to me. I love the fact that you're here in studio. I love your shirt. Thank you. It's a great shirt. Thank you for giving it to me. <laughs> you are welcome. <laughs> Um, to clarify, you guys, she's wearing a Nashville restaurant radio shirt. Yeah, <laughs> you guys should really get these. They like, I don't know where they ordered them from, but they're like soft. They are good, right? The like the sleeves aren't too tight. I actually have already washed it and dried it, and it's yeah, still fits well. Yeah, cool. no, it's great. It's a good t-shirt. Mm-hmm. I only it have fits over the hips. I only have it's uh, a woman's t-shirt. That's important. All yeah. the I only have two sizes left. Oh. I'm gonna need to order some more. I'm gonna get some more, and I'm gonna get some more hats. I'm out of hats. I only have. Three hats left. Okay. And they're in here. And I need to get new okay. hats. 
So, if you're a company out there, I've got a guy. I've got a great guy, Chris Price. <laughs> I'm like, give me a call. I want different hats. I use this branded Bills hats, and they're really expensive. Uh-huh. Like 20 bucks a hat, and I want to go with something that's Yikes. Okay. You nice can't be quality. giving away those for free. <laughs> I've given away like 150 of them. Yeah. <laughs> like a, they're really expensive. Um, I've got a lady. She's like actually my uh, postwoman. She does a lot of that stuff. I'll give you your number. No, I've got a great guy. I've got a great guy. Okay, sorry. But she could help with the shipping, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, there yeah, 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 yeah. There it is. So on your list over there, what have we missed? What do you want What do you want us to cover? We're about an hour, a little more than an hour into the show. Okay. Um, I think on my list, which is just a half page, um, I just, mostly I wanted to make sure that I thanked our customers um, for sticking with us. For these oh, last few years. But wait, yeah. do that. Do it at the very end when I give you a chance to, to talk. Your Jerry's okay. final thought. Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. Rebranded. Um, She'll get that reference, though. How do I get, like, she okay, well, can I also thank my employees? <laughs> like, well, we, let's head to it. The last thing I want to say is I wanted to bring up Tulu Quinn. Okay, And um, I was uh, very affected by her. Uh, she and I grew up in Nashville at the same time. And um, she passed away last month. And she was the founder of the Nashville Food Project. And my dad and I both worked with her a lot. And I found her really inspiring. And um, we were friends, but not close friends. But I just, like, as I'm moving forward in my life, I look at Taluquin and I think, how could I be more like her? <laughs> no, I just wrote her name down here. I don't really know what I was going to say about her. <laughs> yeah. No, I think um, that's, that's yeah. a good person to shoot for. <laughs> like, I just yeah. thought if there was an opportunity to say something about her. You know, I don't know if yeah. it would be there or not, but yeah. well, at the end of the show, I always ask every guest to take us out, mm-hmm. whatever you want to say, as long as you want to say it. So okay. we could do that now. Yeah, let's do it. So I always say Jerry's final thought. Do you know what that means? No. Okay. <gasps> Nobody right. does. No, I I know. I recognize I, it. Nobody knows. What I it means. thought for sure you would, though. You guys have been in this club all day, and so I thought for sure you would know it. I, Jerry's I, final I, thought. I tried it. Okay. Can you give me a clue? It's Jerry Springer. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I, I get it, but, but I, I you know I didn't watch that one as much. All right, that was on before I got home from school. Well, that's the thing. When you're sick from school, you <laughs> yeah, watch yeah, bullshit yeah. television. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, it's like you're right. The Price is Right. Like if the Price is Right is on at home, I'm like somebody's sick. Ten a.m. Yeah, ten a.m. Yeah. Like it's like somebody's watching. Like, like somebody's not. If I ever am like sick and I'm in a bed, I'm like ten o'clock. I'm like, oh shit! I get to watch the Price is Right. When are you ever watching TV at 10 a.m. on a weekday? Like, right. never. So Apparently, like, there are a lot of people watching 10 a.m. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, they, yeah, and they, yeah, they need their annuity to be yeah. cashed. They're all <laughs> personal injury lawyers all day there. Yeah. And anyway, so Aaron, at the end of our show, mm-hmm. we ask each one of our guests, which I'm sure you know this, but we will go ahead and do it, to say whatever they like as long as they want. The One day I'll, I'll put all of these together and I'll make like a long episode about it, but... Final thoughts get to go to you. Say whatever you want. Go. Yeah, I would say our final, my final thought is like to say thank you to our customers. It's been a tough two years for everyone's business. So to say thank you to our customers and, and my employees who stuck with me. Um, they stayed with us. Our, our customers stayed with us when we were only working two days a week. And maybe, you know, they, they needed bread otherwise. And only because of them, we're still here doing, you know, our 36th year, we're still doing this interview only because our employees, because they stuck with us. You know, we have a lot of long-term employees and they said, okay, we're going to stay here. We don't know what's going to happen. Um, but basically everybody 
did that with us. And because of them, we're still here. Because otherwise, it could have easily shut down. But, like, without you guys buying these hamburger buns and these, you know, baguettes and and being flexible with us, like, the last two years, like I said, both our, both our employees and our customers, like, being totally flexible about the hours, about when we could deliver, you know, like, we're still here. Thank God. And I think now we can move back into, you know, being the best we can be. So. Well, thank you so much for your time today. And thank you for your sponsorship of the show. Um, it's it so means, great to talk to you guys. This it means fun. a lot. Yeah. I'm glad you got to come in today. I've, I, I was so excited about this interview because I just knew it was going to be fun. I'm like, <laughs> I love your I've been en- dying for you to ask me. Yeah. I love your <laughs> yeah, energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so much fun having you here. And we definitely need to do this again. I'm, if you guys will see, we have a monitor here in the studio. Right. There is a big old TV in here that is on the wall. We are going to bring back Talk and Shift. Oh, I, yeah. And we're going to be able to. Can I be on that? Yes. <laughs> That's one where it'll be fun. We'll do it in here. But now we can have the camera. We can do live shows. and We'll be able to all see what's going on. It'll be a lot of fun. And then so we're going to bring that back. I can also take live phone calls now right. during the show. So we That's can, how he played that song. So I played the song. Yeah, I can Mr. do a lot of stuff. Wind. Yeah. yeah. Should we take us out with that? Yes. It should be like the way we got to find the chorus. <laughs> they're going to find the right you for like. <laughs> I don't think so. They're probably not even a band anymore. <laughs> Nobody's listening. Here's our outro music. About it. It's your new jam. It's not. All right, man, what a fun show that was. What a great conversation with Aaron Moso. Like, I think we kind of nailed it on that intro today. Yeah. Yes. We got to do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to play this song as we do the outro. It's, I'm gonna, it's going to haunt me, this song. I guarantee now that I've heard it, I'll hear it, like, just in speakers. Every station that you listen to is going to play this song today. I think it's really sweet that you think I listen to stations. Well, don't, what do you listen to? Podcasts and books. Oh, well, that's me too. Yeah, I don't listen to a lot. <laughs> or my own playlists. I listen to the highway sometimes. I like... Like uh, just no sound, you mean? No, I listen to music sometimes too. But when you say that you listen to the highway... That's a radio station. Oh. On XM. Gotcha. It's a whole thing. I thought you just meant you just turned the music off and like listen to your window <laughs> sound and you're just listening. This sounds of the highway. <laughs> I, I like to meditate and be alone. <laughs> No, I'm in a car with no sound. I start getting anxious. I know you call me in the car a lot. That's I, <laughs> that's yeah. my thing. Yeah. I definitely that is my time to talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's an absolute thing. <coughs> All right, Aaron Moso, thank you for joining the show today. Yeah, that was, was a lot fun. of fun. Thank you, the listener, for listening. We had a blast. Yeah, that was great. Thanks, Aaron. You rule. And I'm just gonna let you listen to the song as we take it out. You're so lucky. Can we just get to the chorus? Get to the chorus part here, ready? St- I've still never heard the chorus. Mr. Wendell, yeah. Maybe there isn't a chorus. Maybe this I was is gonna, the- you, you both have been anticipating. Oh, do you hear that? It's- That's it. That's a chorus? (laughs) That's a bridge. I don't know what the hell that is. 
All right. We thank you for listening. And we have got a bunch of cool shows coming up. Mm-hmm. This is uh, Monday. Have a wonderful rest of your week out there. We are going to be back next week. We've got a bunch of interviews this week. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you for listening. Hope you're being safe out there. Love you guys. Bye.